I'm not lying like you are. You should have. You definitely should have got you a drink. <laughs> Welcome back, Beards Watch Podcast, episode 318, Charleston One Podcast, recorded in the basement. It's been a while, but the summertime gets crazy with trips and travel and all that kind of stuff. So we squeeze in a little episode in here before I go on a beach trip for uh, for a week and then school gets fired back up and all that good stuff. But we'll be back in a more consistent basis when football season gets going. But we've got five wide. Jeeves, how you doing? Doing good, doing good. Trying to trying to stay in the AC as much as possible with all this Carolina heat. But uh, other than that, I'm doing good. If you want to find me, it's Jeeves1988 on Instagram and Twitter. All right, and it's been a while since this guy's been on the pod. I don't think we've had him on a Zoom pod. We talked about his wedding on our previous one year and a seven year anniversary pod, and he, he followed back with some questions, response on Twitter. Came over for a content creating evening about almost, yeah, a couple weeks ago. That's fun, too. How you doing, Alex? Doing great, man. Doing great. Thanks for having me on. Uh, dude, like you said, training camp started up, so I've been looking at that. Uh, just just getting ready for football again. But other than that, if y'all want to find me, nothing but a G thing on all platforms. And that's it. All right. And the man with the Shark Week shirt on theme, the Jaws. Duvall, I think that's the last time I saw you was a couple weeks ago. I think you, you your burial carts are still there. I think you got one or two wins. A couple great all-time moments. Uh, <laughs> Alex's wife did the Pocky Chip Challenge, just released. That was a phenomenal video. Tons of just funny, good stuff coming up once the burials get there. I was talking to Jeeves earlier. We just shot so much content. It's just like a, you know, kind of like backload a little bit, but it's slowly releasing. But Duvall, man, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. And yes, I did kind of go with the theme, man, with it being Shark Week, and I'm a huge fan. Um, uh, doing pretty good. And then, as Alex and you alluded to, kind of training camp coming up. So looking forward to the Panthers kind of uh, hitting uh, in the practice field and, and really seeing what they've got this year as far as uh, the team and whatnot. But if you're looking for me, Just Duval on uh, Instagram, Rod vs. Duval on Twitter. And there he is, decked out of Panthers. I respected Adam for. First day kind of training camp, got some interviews going on. Lurs, how are we feeling? Oh, doing good. Got my uh, little Bryce Young shirt and uh, ready to rock, baby. That's what I love to hear. How, where, uh, oh, go ahead, Lurs, sorry. I was just going to say, you know where to find me on Twitter, <laughs> Haley <laughs> <laughs> All right, for me, J-Roll Nation, Twitter and Instagram, the Beards Watch Podcast on Facebook, and then just the Beards Watch on Instagram and Twitter, and of course, our Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, you can find us on all those platforms. And as I mentioned earlier, our YouTube, they see me rolling. Beer cards, brew reviews, taste tests, pocky chip challenges, all that kind of stuff. We've got a Doritos uh, taste test where we did their hot mustard and tangy ketchup chips coming up. And a ton of different burritos. Alex gets the, the most second places I've ever seen in one night in burrito carts. Uh, Duvall's got a win or two coming up, so it was just a good time. And then, of course, that's going to lead us right into football season, and we'll have our reaction videos coming up as well again. So, but yeah, let's dive into it. Where is is that the uh, like the 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 hat, the Hawaiian theme hat, Panther hat? Oh yeah, baby. Oh, a summer edition, the summer beach edition. Okay, all new. I had I had the, I had the uh, well, I can never find a Panthers hat that has like a good form with it. So I, okay. Finally pulled the trigger on this one, and bam, like a little floral, little nice, you know, waiting on the damn 
Steve's Bryce Young jerseys to come out, but they haven't dropped those yet. Waiting a bit on that. Yeah. Yeah, it's only the screen print. So. Yeah. All right. So you know. Then Alex, you had the I think the first scare of a team during the off. Well, what just two days ago, yesterday. There's yeah. free agent sign, signing a uh, Chauncey Gardner. Yeah. Goes down yeah, with a knee no. injury. How? I mean, that's just as a fan when you see a guy that's supposed to play a pivotal role in, in your team go down so early. It's just a a gasp of oh damn, not again. Yeah. Oh no, I, I made all these bets before the season, man. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> we're winning ten games at least. You know what I mean? I'm talking to all my boys. I'm like, man, I got already had like a a sixty dollar bet and a hundred dollar bet already placed, and then that happened. I'm like tweet him back. I'm like, hey man, uh, give me my money. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's um, no structural damage to his knee or anything. So he's like day to day. So he'll be back eventually. Probably I'd probably say they'd probably ease him back in because we got Brian Branch at the same position. So they'll probably give him the most reps as possible. So we'll probably see him in like two, three weeks. So I'm thinking. Yeah. So you you mentioned you're at. And I know we'll, we'll, you know, once we get close to the season and we get past training camp, some of that stuff, we'll dive into more of a NFL pod that preseason that we normally do. But Duvall, how? I mean, I was just talking to a guy at work and explaining mm-hmm. how like it's finally good to have somewhat of a positive optimism, not that pessimistic optimism as we've had the past couple years with the Mayfields and the Darnolds, where you're like you have to convince yourself they're on the right track, even though in the back of your mind you know the train is going to blow up and it's going to go off the tracks, and it has. And it's very weird to be in this position as we talked all offseason on our other episodes of how, like, wow, they seem to be doing everything right. Yes, we know Bryce Young's size. He is small, but, I mean, we're all every NFL team seems to be like they were going to take him number one overall anyway. So, how, you know, how are you feeling right now, Duval? before we dive into the camp coming up? And I guess tomorrow is our first practice. Yeah, excuse me, yeah, it is. So I, I'm I'm actually pretty optimistic and I think you kinda of spoke to just like the feeling that we've had over the past couple of years versus this year. One, we just knew that every quarterback that we had coming in over the past two years, for the most part, were just kind of stopgap players. They were just players just who were gonna be here one year, two year, whatever the case is. And once we kinda of, once Cam kinda of went to the wayside, it was like, Okay, so we need somebody else and we really wanted of course, just like anybody, you want a franchise guy. And we've kind of just been twiddling and spinning and spinning and spinning to try and find one. And now that we've actually got some type of sense of, of direction and we've got a solid quarterback that a lot of teams were high on and really would have taken them open number one overall. Um, and plus everything from camp and everybody speaking to is, you know, he's he seems like he's good to go and he's ready to play. He's, he's, he's focused. And... Um, I think nobody really questioned that, but um, I, I really am looking forward to it. I know he's going to take his lumps just because he's a he's a rookie, but I do um, I really and truly believe that 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 this is going to be a good opportunity for us. And and I'm optimistic. I think if with the talent that he has around him, we can really make a lot of noise. I think we're going to shock a lot of a lot of people this year. Not necessarily in the aspect of us winning 11, 12, 13 games. But in the aspect of there's going to be some games that I think we're going to be in and some people may have counted us out or it was just a, a, supposed to be kind of a cakewalk for some of those teams. And Bryce Young is really going to show maybe two, three, four games why he's the number one overall pick. And he just 
carries us. And you can see that type of, okay, so he might be able to carry us a couple of games or whatnot. So I'm really excited about it. Um, I haven't been this excited about the quarterback since the young Cam Newton. So um, this is this is a good feeling, and, and I'm really looking forward to the offseason and, and the training and everything. No, I think I have a good chance to honestly be competitive in that division. The top three teams, I mean, Tampa Bay, yeah. But, Listen, um, Tampa Bay knows what they're doing. They just saw us trot out Baker Mayfield and start one and whatever and get and then be able to trade up. They're looking for Caleb Williams and they're looking at Drake May. We know what they're doing. And they're just they're just they're just Oh no, we're competing. Kyle Trash, Baker Mayfield. Okay. You know you're taking it's all right. No, I got the I got the, like the Saints to win y'all division, but I mean y'all can definitely be competitive and compete with them. I mean, Atlanta, I mean, they're they're not a they score the ball. I mean, I don't know what Ritter's going to do, but I mean, y'all can y'all can definitely be competitive in that between y'all, the Saints, and the and the Falcons. Yeah, I think y'all got a good shot, even with y'all, you know, the rookie quarterback or whatever. Y'all be all right. Yeah, it's wild going into it. No, no breeze, and it's been like that a couple years, but still no breeze. Brady's now gone. Matt Ryan's gone, but it still is kind of like a we're the only ones with a young up and coming quarterback. The Saints got Carr and. Eight, the jury's not jury's still kind of out on him. Like, yeah, you know, it's like I want to like him so bad. They do that. He sucks. He sucks. Yeah, let's not be around the bush. He sucks. Yeah, I I agree. So it's it's, it's sitting there. The, the t- uh, you know, like we said, the the Bucks are just professionally tanking it, and I think the Falcons are somewhat. You know, their offense is going to be there. But, again, what we don't know what Ritter's going to do, but they've got weapons on weapons around. But half their weapons can't stay healthy. I mean, Kyle Pitts seems to – I don't think he's played a full season yet. And they don't know how to get him the ball when he is healthy. So, we'll see what happens. But, Lurz, how about you? I mean, I'm excited. Uh, it's kind of like what you said to start it off. I'm, years I've like had to convince myself like okay this guy can actually do it he doesn't actually suck and after one game last year that sure and it's like I'm sitting there on Twitter trying to defend the Panthers right and it's almost like I know I'm lying to myself and now I'm like I don't even need I don't even need to take the bait you know what I'm like I feel so confident in the coaching staff I feel so confident in the offensive line, I mean, even though we got a couple injuries, but I'm not worried about that. I like the depth we got there, too. I think our defense, I think people are sleeping on our defense with Evero at the coordinator. He'll actually know how to use Jeremy Chin and just not have him wandering around out there like Rule did. <laughs> and, I mean, I believe in Bryce Young. And, like, I mean, like everyone was saying, our division, I think our division sucks. Like, the Falcons, all they want to do is run the ball. All we gotta do is stack the box on them. I, I, I don't think Ritter's anything, but I got a feeling all the teams will make him prove it if he is or not. So I mean, if he is, I think they definitely can do something. But and the Saints, like the Saints, to me are just the same old Saints. And like Derek Carr, he's probably better, you know, than Andy Dalton and whatnot. But I mean, Kamara. I don't know what's going on with Kamara. They didn't even <laughs> want to use him last year. The rookie running back they drafted's already got a knee issue. Michael Thomas, I mean, I'm just waiting for the notification to pop up. Hey, he's hurt again. So, I like a lot of it, but, like, I feel like Saints defense has gotten worse. I, think, I mean, I really think we can do it, and not to mention our schedule. After that, we got that tough stretch, like, weeks three through six. We get through that. I'm pumped. We just got to... Stay healthy in training camp. 
Yeah. That's the only problem. So I want to say, scary times, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that is it. I mean, it's, it's always scary times. Talk. I mean, speaking of yeah, notifications popping up as soon as those practices start. I know we all follow the beat writers on Twitter, and it's like, oh, oh, and you're just making sure that that guy that can, you know, that's going to be a contributor doesn't go down with an injury or whatever. Because you know that does worry me. Is the secondary, you know, if Horn goes down and 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 Dante Jackson, though he's not the greatest, he's at least a serviceable. He's not he's not giving up 220 yards to Mike Evans. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So that does worry me on there. But hey, you know, it's still uh, we're in a lot better spot than we were last year. I'm gonna take a side thing. Has anybody else watched that quarterback Netflix show yet? I watched a little bit of it. Not All right, you, I've seen the clips. You got it. Okay, it's on. It's it's pretty good. It goes. I mean, Kirk Cousins. You know, Kirk Cousins is a weirdo, but at least it shows a little bit of his nicer side. Um, I liked it at all. I, I finished it up the other day. I mean, t- to get to see Mahomes go through all his stuff and then win the Super Bowl was pretty cool. And his his injury, they show all his treatment, and how he does it. And he's got like so many different coaches. Like he's got a quarterbacks coach on the team and a quarterbacks coach off the team that he works out with. So if you get a chance, it's, it's, it's really cool just to see that. And Cousins was all beat up. There was a meme cheek sent me. I don't know if y'all ever watched King of the Hill, but there's an episode where, like, Hank Hill pulls his back muscle and he's, like, grunting the whole time. And Kirk Cousins sounds like that when he's getting hit. And he, like, he gets his ribs all bruised up. So it was pretty funny there. Yeah. <laughs> and um, who was – oh, and then it shows the whole Mariota situation when he's, like – when he just kind of pieces out and they – you know, they talked to him about his thing was the coach would never say he's like, oh, those are private conversations. But Marietta was like, well, I was done. If they're going to bench me, I'm going to go back to Vegas and get my knee cleaned up and get ready for the season. Because if they're talking about the future, I'm obviously not going to be part of the future. So why do I need to be there? A little shady just to peace out. But I mean, hey, he got signed by the Eagles in the offseason to be a backup. So I guess it somewhat worked out for him. But yeah, I was if no one's watched it, but it's pretty I, give it a burn if you get a chance. Um, okay. Because it's pretty solid, and I saw Justin Fields turn down season two of doing it as yeah. well. So I, I'm interested yeah. to see what other uh, what other QBs they try to to pull in on that. But it was, it was a pretty cool little in depth analysis of seeing how three different dudes go about the you know the season in the NFL. And Patrick Mahomes' wife is. Do y'all watch Righteous Gemstones? Anybody? Oh yeah. No, you know no. you, Judy Gemstone, Adam. The way she yeah. curses and stuff, Patrick Mahomes' wife sounds just like Judy Gemstone. Uh, so that's funny. And she, uh, I might watch that now. Yes. Just for that. Yes. And y'all need to get on. Go ahead, Larry. cameos, little jail shots. <laughs> there are some of him, like in the press box with like the family and stuff, but they kind of stay away from him. It's funny seeing his dad talk because it's just like two totally different people, but it's his pops. Like it, it talks about. Like, when it shows that, that part where his ankle gets fucked up against, what, the Jags, and his wife's like, take him out of the game, take him out of the game, like, he shouldn't be playing. His dad turns around, he's like, nah, it ain't in his DNA. He ain't, he ain't gonna come out. They're gonna have to make him come out. It's just funny, like, everybody has that father-son sports relationship where it's like, he knows a little bit more. I know you the wife, but nah, he ain't gonna come out during it. It's a cool little scene there, uh, back and forth. But, uh, no, nah, it's, it's definitely, it's got some good little content if you get to go. But also, Al, you gotta go watch Gemstones. If you HBO fanatic, that shit, I mean, it's it's, that Danny McBride is, he just got a brain that's unlike anybody else. That shit has me laughing every week. (laughs) 
I've been watching Suits nowadays, so. Okay. Suits, Suits. Yeah, it's inspired so awesome. far. <laughs> Suits is awesome. What is that on? What's well, on Netflix now? Netflix, okay. What's the, I, I gotta check that out because you know y'all are always like the Netflix and, and y'all are like the kings of binge watching shows and I'm yep. just like I, I just gotta catch I'm always, up. I'm always behind on shows what Jacob watches. <laughs> I, uh, I I'll, once once Hard Knocks is over, I'll probably uh, save my fifteen bucks since Dragons didn't come back for a while from HBO for a little bit until something comes back on HBO. But yeah, I'm knocking out everything on HBO I can at least until so Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks this year. The Jets, yeah, man. The Jets. Like, what's, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts on on Hard Knocks? Since I know that they're supposed to be cutting back on like some of the content that the Jets are providing. And then, like, they're cut. I think they're cutting out, like, when players get cut. Like, and I was just like, why are they cutting all that part out? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, I, I mean, it, it, I, I get both sides, right? Like, I understand this is probably one of the worst moments in a player, you know, your professional. But, like, that's kind of the, the whole point. Not the whole point of the show, but to show the realism of, like, damn, this person just grinding. Because that's what I always think is wild. Like, you're one of those players, let's say back in January, February, they signed you that futures contract. So all off season you've been working and just that's where you like that's your job. And then all of a sudden, yep. eight months later, after you've been working out, grinding, might not be getting as much, you know, show time as you think, or you know, playing time as you think, practicing wise, game time, mm-hmm. and then like you get cut and you're thinking like shit, you've been doing this for what, twenty well, you know, fifteen, sixteen years. And now you got to come to the reality of, am I going to keep chasing this dream or am I going to go into the real world? So, I mean, I don't know. I always kind of liked it because some players would treat it nice and others would be like, nah, kind of fuck you. Like, what did I do? That's kind of the drama of it. I guess the Jets hold all the cards because they the NFL kind of forced them into it, unlike a team volunteering for it. But we'll see. I don't know what – I mean, they're just going to show more shots of, like, the sprinklers turning on and stuff. I don't know because yeah, it feels like it's, it's – Go ahead, Larry. I'm not excited at all. The training staff. Yeah. I I think eventually teams are just going to produce their own. You know what I mean? Kind of like the Panthers have done and the other yeah. ones, because then they can control it. And they like yeah. they're they. I, it's like the Panthers. I thought the Panthers like little mini camp one was real good, and the one they did last year was pretty good. And they can control the narrative. Like I think that it's going to end up doing something like that down the road because none of these teams want HBO all up in their locker room and stuff like right. that. So I'm just happy we didn't get it. Well, we For wouldn't. Quarterback, I don't want all well, that. That's the, and that's the you thing. Is, coach, so. Yeah, you got a new head coach, so you're blocked from it. And the only way you stay like that is if you make the playoffs and then, is it what? Make the playoffs. You don't have to do it if you have a new head coach. And that's really the only – and if you've done it in the past, like, two or three years or so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So – I mean, I could, I could see if Bryce Young and them have a, a nine and something season, they they're gonna come not because Bryce Young to me is, he's like just a total, I don't want to say choir boy, but I mean the man is like seems like all football, but like, like, it, like Lamelo Ball is all basketball, but you saw him out there with the gluck gluck queen when he had the fucking wrist injury, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't expect, I don't expect to see Bryce Young. Pulling a, a semi porn star, you know what I'm saying? Getting caught in down in uptown Charlotte, walking from bar to bar. You know what I'm saying? This guy seems like, I mean, he's all football in a business. I'm sure he's got a somewhat, you know, side life or whatever. But I mean, the man, 
his first question, he thanked the media for being there. And usually players are just ticked that they got to go into training camp. I know he's still 22. His birthday was today or whatever. But it's just a it's a different – I haven't seen a dude like this in a while, just kind of his, so, his aura. Well, I'll tell you the only person that you can say is probably comparable to him is to some degree would be like a Russell Wilson. Because, like, as a – from a quarterback perspective, like, just kind of – But, 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 but what, doesn't Russell Wilson seem fake, though? Doesn't it seem like any time yeah. – like anytime yeah, well, he goes to certain yeah, well, now, certain groups yeah. of people, he's a different person, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like a non-fake Russell Wilson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get where you're going with that. Yeah. Yeah. I And then you got to look at where where we came from. Cam was the total opposite. Like, like he was the face. Like he was. Everybody was drawn towards him. His personality. Bryce Young was like, "Hey, I just want to play football." But thank y'all for coming. You know. So he's. Great dude, but it's just like you you can just tell like I guess when you when you have one somebody such a huge figure like Cam was here and then you go to Bryce Young, it's just like two totally different people. Which is fine, you know, it's just more so you just kinda have to make an adjustment. But I mean I think there's like I said, there's a lot of similar I'm not comparing him by any means to Russell Wilson because I already like Russell Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, but uh but definitely like Totally different guy, for sure. Yeah, it just, I mean, it just seems like, you know, but they're also, you know, you brought up the Cam thing. They also still have that same, like, when you, when they talk to other players, they all respect them, and the man hasn't taken a snap yet. And Cam had the physical, pre- you know, presence of it, and Bryce is still in the smaller stature. But it's just, to me, I just hadn't seen, I, I get what you're saying with the Russell Wilson thing, but it just seems like, Anytime Russell Wilson came from somewhere, there was always somebody bad saying somebody's talking bad about him, right? Like somewhere, Bryce, everywhere he's gone, it seems like everybody has positive things to say about it. So it's just a wild, a genuine consensus of, oh, because it can, it was either you hated him or you loved him, right? Bryce, it's almost like a, the only thing we can pick on this guy is that he, he, he doesn't eat enough and he's five foot 10, five foot 11, right? Like, and that's just stuff like you, Eating enough, he's gonna get get that going because he's gonna get older. But you know, five foot ten, he's been that probably since his senior year in high school. He just didn't grow anymore. And you, you know, what are you gonna do? So I'm interested to see because it it's that then brings me back to that quarterback show. It was interesting to see the different people like Patrick Mahomes when he talks trash. Like there's a couple moments when he would get up in Max Crosby's face, but there's other times where he was like talks about how he compliments people when they hit him. You know, and, and tells him, like, oh, good hit, good play. He's like, in the, in the back of my mind, I'm hoping that they're going to let up and not light into me on some of these plays when they're dead. So it was kind of it was kind of funny to see him react like that. And that's what – it reminds me of Bryce Young where they show those Alabama clips and he's like – he gets lit up and he's like patting the guy on the head saying, oh, that's a good hit after he just threw a, you know, 60-yard touchdown pass or something. So, <laughs> so let me ask y'all this. Like, um, so y'all are just trying to get tape out there for Corral and you don't trade him? Why not keep him as a backup? Just, you know, sheet back up. Why not? I, I, I'm for that. I think, I mean, yeah. I, I wish Corral would have gotten more burn last year, but Rule had him buried down. I've said it from the from the rip. Andy Dalton shouldn't play a snap of preseason. We know what he has. He's put, what, 13 years in the league. He played right. all like half the season for the Saints last year. Like, he's fine for a couple games if injuries happen or whatever. You should either – one, Corral, I don't think you'd trade him this year unless someone, like, threw a crazy package, right? Like a one yeah. and a two or something, or two twos. Yeah. 
I don't think anybody's going to do that. Even if he lights up preseason, they'll say, ah, it's a preseason. But then if you give him another year, you know, and he lights up next year, I think that that's a perfect scenario. But as we've said and talked about, look at the – I bet the Niners wish they could have had somebody other than Bingo. Josh Johnson, you know. So I'm fine with I'm fine with Corral sticking around. And now they made that new rule where you can keep an emergency third. You know, yeah, and he does it – I think that's that saves him. Too. Yeah, like that gives him more of a leash this year, and yeah, unless we—I mean, if we get a second or a third, I think we trade him. Yeah. But like you said, with the Niners, like it doesn't hurt to have a good backup, and especially—I mean, a lot of so last year's quarterback class wasn't that good. Like there were some people being talking about Corral being the most talented. So it—I mean—and he's on a cheap contract, yeah. so there's no point to get rid of him. I mean, right. just let him develop in the system, especially like—I mean, we like you said, Andy Dalton. But I think he's hit more here for the leadership. Yeah. So if, like, Corral can actually give you something, then it's nothing but a positive. And it yeah. probably, you know, sharpens the tools, you know, makes Bryce play a little better as some mm-hmm. breathing on him, you know what yeah. I mean? Not like they're going to bench Bryce, but <laughs> not a bad yeah, spot. I, I, just, I just saw the reports. Or maybe it was, like, from a, I don't know, I don't know what kind of source it was from. They were, like, they're trying to get as much tape out on Corral as possible so they can, yeah. you know, try to find a – a partner for the yeah. him I don't know. But I, I think, think I think people. Yeah, I think if if somebody threw you what that we took him in the third, but we traded a fourth from this year up to get him. I think if someone dangled a third and you'd kind of just even that out, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I just think you know how some teams are. They're they're either stuck in a, if our quarterback gets hurt, we're just going to ride with what we got, and with, especially with Caleb Williams and Drake May out there, right? Like we're going to yeah. see once we hit that eight game mark, and you see those one and one win, two win, three team teams, and it's not that you know. Let's say Kansas City hits that because Mahomes something happens to his knee, and he missed the whole season, or it's one of those teams that their quarterback's there but got hurt, and they're going to take you know uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. or whatever. I'm talking the Bucks, possibly the Saints. If they're if they're in that scenario, hey, maybe the Lions coming yeah. up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, yeah, let's tease it back. So, Alex, what, besides being violently pissed, if your team only had one or two wins after eight games, what, like, what would be your mindset of if that happened? After what? After what, how many games you said? If you, after eight games, if halfway through the season you've only got, like, let's say at max two wins from your Lions. Oh, man. What's going I, through, what's going through your head? I'd be hot. I mean, <laughs> I think, um, man, it's hard to say. I, I think, I think that we get. I don't know if they get rid of Dan Campbell or not, man, because they gave him such a long contract. I think it's like a seven-year contract. So, yeah. I mean, he had a great finish last year. So you see mm-hmm. the vision, you see the improvement. But if they have another bad start this year, you you got to make. I don't know if they're going to make a change or not. So I'm not saying he's on the hot seat. But I'm just, uh, he, that would be terrible. Yeah. But I mean, we gotta. I could see us starting off the season with our first like three or four games. I can see us being like one and three. Yeah. He got a tough, a tough schedule at the beginning. We got Kansas City, Seattle. Uh, who we got there? I think the Falcons and y'all. Oh yeah. yeah. So I mean, I, two and two. Uh, like I'd like to see a two and two start, or maybe like a. Or one and three start even, you know what I mean? Who knows? But 
Um, I think our, our schedule is favorable towards the end. I don't think we're going to be in that yeah. position, though, Jacob. So, yeah. Um, hopefully, man, we just pick up where we left off last year. I'm, I'm predicting plus 9.5 this year. So, 10 okay. wins. Okay. Maybe, the division gets, maybe 10 wins gets the division. I mean, yeah, this, we'll this is the first time there's been no Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers on the Packers in what, like – 30-some years almost? I know. I so, know. It's like, I don't think we have much of an excuse. I feel like yeah. um, the Vikings are still going to be good. Um, they're not going to be great, but they'll they'll be fighting with us. And who knows? Mm-hmm. They say Jordan Love is okay. Like, he's, he's still – they say he's pretty good. So And the Packers aren't that terrible defensively. Yeah. So, I think they'll be okay, too. And who knows mm-hmm. what the Bears are going to do. I mean, they made some additions. Um, to their defensive side of the ball, and then some additions offensively with DJ Moore and um, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I think our division's kind of up in the air right now too, because yeah. we're not yeah. unproven. So who knows? That's true. Yeah, but we Absolutely. can we can we can unite against the Bears. I'm all for oh, that. Oh, I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> I'm getting. I see them on Twitter all the time, and they I'm like, ah, oh, oh, I, I can't. I, I can't uh, get baited by these fools. Right. <laughs> oh, I saw, oh, you went to well. Yeah, like, and you told me to calm down. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. There's no need for this. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, my man Lurie is going crazy right now. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, they backed me into a corner. They're like, oh, we're going to have two, we're going to have a top five pick, and it's going to be the Panthers pick and get Marvin Harrison. I'm like, did y'all even watch a game last year because we had Baker Mayfield and finished seven and whatever. So, <laughs> I mean, they, they, they have no concept on reality. I mean, I don't hate Justin Fields. I like, I like, I had him in fantasy last year toward the end. He did well for me running the ball, but he's still got a lot to prove with his arm. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I like y'all in that division. Yeah. I, I would take this too, but you know, we'll see. I mean, crazy round. That's my man. Rounds, <laughs> dude, yeah. I, I need a Jersey. He, he, he is the real deal. He's the real deal. I wouldn't mind uh, him having a little contract issue and having to leave, you know, oh, down man. to Carolina or something. Don't, don't wish that. Don't <laughs> wish that on us. <laughs> 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 no, nah, I think he's a he's a foundational piece, man. I think he'll be with us for a while. So, so yeah, I, I'm loving the way we're drafting right now. We're just building a great foundation. And other years we've been like trying to get like washed up free agents and stuff like that. I think we signed like back in the last regime. We got like Jamie Collins and all these older players that have done stuff in the past. But you know Trey Flowers, like all these people. I'm like, man, just build from the draft. That's the best way to do it. And then you you know later on plug some pieces in that you need through free agency and stuff like that. And we did a good job this year. I mean, we've got the foundation. Then we plug in um, uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson and. Cam Sutton from Pittsburgh, so we should be okay, man. I'm, I'm, like I said, we have no excuses not to be good, <laughs> or I'm gonna be, That's true. Uh, I'm gonna be hot. Oh, I, I just got a random question. I know you were talking to you, and, and it just made me think about with, uh, what you saying how Minnesota's gonna be still fairly decent with them losing Dalvin Cook and the whole running back situation, like. Do y'all think that that's going to be resolved soon? I know Saquon signed a, like a one-year deal where he got like an additional like million dollars, which I guess I guess for him, maybe he, maybe that was what he was trying to do. I don't know. Like, I mean, it, 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 it seemed kind of odd for me. to. I mean, I get an extra million dollars and all the incentives. That's fine. I get it. But 
Like there is there was no clause to where like they can still franchise him again next year and all that other kind of stuff. So like do you do you see a vision where the running back and thank goodness for I guess for McCaffrey that he got paid when he did him and Derrick Henry. Now granted it wasn't nearly as much as maybe the market or whatever the case is, but I mean they still got a big payday. But like do you see a vision where it flips again or at least comes to some degree in favor of the running back again. I don't like, think it will ever be the same again. Like you've seen with <clears throat> you, you've seen teams that are able to get production out of guys that aren't the big names. Like you saw last year with Kansas City got out of Pacheco. So like people are gonna be like they're always gonna be like, oh man, we can get we can get somebody in the draft that can fill that void and we don't have to pay, overpay for a running back that's already out now. You know what I mean? Like, everybody wants the big name, but still, like, it's a, it's a, it's a business at the end of the day. So, I think <laughs> running backs are going to be underpaid for the rest, unless something, dr- like, dramatic changes. I, I just don't see any way. I mean, I just don't see it. I think it's just going to depend on each roster, right? Like, McCaffrey got his deal because we cut mm-hmm. everybody else, and we needed somebody to sell tickets and jerseys at that moment. When we brought him in, so he got his big deal. Derek and he hadn't been hurt until that big deal. Then he got hurt that year. Henry yep. wasn't really hurt, but he's just a monster. I mean, he's huge in himself, and he kind of had his injuries he's this free. year too. Yeah, I mean Saquon had been hurt, like he missed a shit ton of time, and so it yeah. it was wild to me when he was I don't he was on that podcast and he was talking about he was going to sit out the whole year, and I was like. Does nobody remember Le'Veon Bell when he did that? And it hurt him more in the long run. Like, go ahead and get your money. It may not be exactly what you want, but, I mean, I think they said that the Giants were offering him $13 million. He wanted 15 yep. or 16 $13 million is a pretty nice number for a running back. I mean, yeah. I mean, Miles I Sanders. Exactly, yeah, exactly. You know I mean, like, I think he messed up. But, I, granted, I mean, I didn't think he would hold out this year because he just seems like someone who wants to play. I think yeah. I think Jacobs is the one that could put himself in some trouble because yeah. he's been he's been shaky too in yeah. half his career. So like, mm-hmm. and last year was the first time he ever caught the ball. So and you know how New England used to run through running backs. So he might be backing himself in their corner. He can't get out of. He should just take that ten million. And <laughs> yeah. Because I don't I don't think yeah I don't think the running back position is going to get any better. Like. Think the last twenty years, what Super Bowl champion had a like top tier running back? I don't think any of them did. Like, I, the last so one I can I think, can't think of one. would be the Patriots with Corey Dillon. Corey Dillon. Well, the saying. the Bucks did but have right, yeah, that was his career though. But but he the, the tail end of his yeah, and the Bucks had Leonard Fournette, but they still went running back by committee, and the only reason they got Fournette was because the Jags were like trying to tank for Trevor Lawrence. So they cut Fournette, and they got him, like, yeah. cheat when he was, like, 25 years old. So it's a yep. weird one. But to Adam's point, yeah, when the running back's the actual workhorse of the team. Um, yeah. I mean, Miles Sanders got paid by the Panthers, but not crazy. But that was also knowing we were going to have a rookie con- rookie under a QB, under a rookie contract. And you can kind of do that. You look at the Chiefs, yeah. as Alex brought up, they drafted Hilaire, or, yeah, Clyde, yeah. after they, what, they won that Super Bowl? And he still didn't even get any burn, even during the Super Bowl. I think he wasn't even active yeah. during that Super Bowl that yeah, they just Pacheco won. Yeah, was killed in the Super Bowl. He yeah. Pick. So, like, but. I think it's – you can take that gamble. And and the Falcons kind of did it to, to fake tank again. Like, oh, we're going to take Bajon Robinson, and he's cheap. And 
again, if they suck, they'll be up there and get one of those quarterbacks next year, and and that's cool. And then they'll have a running back and a quarterback on cheap deals, and then they'll figure it out. But I mean, barring even with defenses getting smaller and you don't have those big thumping middle linebackers anymore. The running game, I mean, teams just aren't running the ball 36, 40 times. Yeah. I mean, every yeah. once in a while you'll have a one-off, but it's just it's just not kind of – Yeah. Because even McCaffrey – I was going to say, even McCaffrey with San Fran, like they were running Elijah Mitchell like over about 12 carries a game, even with McCaffrey. So, yeah. like, well, that's even the ones that get paid, they're, like, trying to babysit them. Yeah, that's the, that's their coach's scheme anyway. They're gonna run the football regardless. Like, yeah. But but what I was about to say is like, man, it's like NFL teams are saying you don't have to have a workhorse running back. You just have to run the ball situationally. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much it. And and what you said Duval earlier about um, Minnesota letting Dalvin Cook go, they got the same production with uh, Madison. Yeah. Um, as a backup, so it's like, why do you need to pay Dalvin Cook when you got? Just a, a guy that you can pay less and get the same production from. So, and they're kind of we'll they're see. they're in that weird scenario too, where they're like pre pre tanking, like they didn't think they were going to be as good as they were last year, right? Right. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh shit, we were pretty good. We were planning on being kind of sucky and maybe getting rid of Kirk Cousins. Then it was like, oh no, well how can we do this? Well, let's cut Dalvin Cook and pay him now with that extra dead money. And then if Kirk Cousins, I think this is his last year of the deal. If they go yeah. nine and seven or whatever, they let Kirk walk, and then maybe they go trade up into the draft they, or get somebody else. So I think that's where like they exceeded their expectation. At least the the front office kind of did. Like, oh shit, like we didn't expect to be that good. So now they're kind of doing like a fake, and, and it helps that the running backs, as we've talked about, aren't necessarily valued. So you can kind of cut down, and everyone's like, well, why wouldn't you just keep them if you're still paying the same money? It's like the same thing, like. Well, why not go ahead and pay that money now? And then if we really suck, we'll have more cap space down the road to spend it at the other yeah. premier positions. I mean, and they know they're gonna have to pay Justin Jefferson probably, yeah. I mean, a 30, 40 million a year. So they're so they're aiming for that rookie quarterback because they know they're gonna be paying Jefferson quarterback money and they're gonna have to get the, a cheaper quarterback on that end. So yeah, it's to say, I mean, like you said, look at the guys that are still out there. I mean, Dalvin Cook's still out there. Kareem Hunt's still sitting out there. I mean, you can, yeah, it's, it's, too well. yeah, it's, it's, it's guys out there. And you're like, well, I guess yeah. if, if our guy goes down, we'll, you know, we'll be all, I mean, yeah. Did you say Zeke? Yeah. Zeke yeah. Said it. I just thought about Zeke too. Wow. So if, you know, in, in the back of your mind, if you're, if your top running back does go down, you at least got some options that are sitting out there. Fournette's still out there. I mean, nothing that's going to get yeah. you excited, but. Yeah, I mean, and you can see it, teams running with two running backs, three running backs, just to get those different pace and different yards. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't think we'll ever see it. I mean, there's still going to be running backs taken in the top round when you just talk about positional value. I mean, you know, we talked Alex and the Lions. You guys took Jameer Gibbs at 12, and I think they're looking at him like the slash role where he's going to play receiver, play running back. He creates, you know, it's about matchups in the NFL now, and if, if you feel like that's your value and you want to get them, and you get them on a at a first round, or you get them on that five year control deal, you can figure out what to do yeah. from there. Yeah, honestly, man, I was <laughs> I was kind of shocked about the pick, but the way that they well, Brad Holmes said he's gonna well, that they plan to use them is like a weapon. So I mean, if you if you're gonna line them out wide, sometimes line them up in the slot anywhere you want to, it's like a chess piece, man. So 
if you're going to have him as a weapon, then I get why you took him there. But, I mean, if he's just going to be like a running back purely, then, I mean. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. That's the thing. Yeah, you can't. Like, the same thing with the Falcons. Like, you can't take a running back in the top 15 and just be like, all right, we're just going to hand you the ball. No, you better throw him on some kickoff returns, maybe some punt returns, maybe throw him, like you said, running different plays because at that point now you've got to say to, you know, convince everybody, all right, this is why we took a guy. When you we just talk about you saw Pacheco light it up for two, t- two TDs and Sky Moore in the Super Bowl and – you're like, what? And, and Jarrett McKinnon, all these guys from late-round picks or washed-up scrubs that we thought we were, you know, to say that. So we'll see what happens. But and, you, the running back, and the running back from Atlanta last year that was a rookie yard. Algier. Algier, yeah. He was good. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Like, so it's like. So they're going to be like a little committee, but I think they're going to use uh, Bijan like everywhere. And Algier's yeah. going to be kind of their workhorse. He's going to, you know, run it up the middle. Yeah. So, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's just it's just interesting to see how like every position outside of the running back has seen an uptick in like pay like for every like every position but running back. Running back is going the opposite way, and it's very just kind of odd to just see based off of and like you said, it's just the need. And I mean, you can find a running back on the side of the street. And they'll be able to do it, and you don't have to pay them the same type of amount that you have to pay somebody else. So, I mean, it's it's just wild to, to just see how the NFL has changed and the landscape at every position as far as need. Like, of course, quarterback is always going to be one of the highest paid uh, positions, but like, I mean, offensive linemen are getting big time money, like guards, tackles. Have you looked at? In. Are they paying middle like linebackers like they used to? I don't think they no. are. No, yeah, the middle mm-hmm. linebacker position is going downhill quick too. You, like, you, yeah, Jack took that pay cut. Yeah, right. he was he was because he was getting paid stupid money for a middle linebacker. Like if he wasn't even all pro, close yeah. to all pro. Well, the off ball yeah. linebackers, I saw a thing where basically those guys that were big, bigger dudes that were going to play middle linebacker have now moved to defensive end, right? And now your big safeties, your guys you think of like the John Lynches, the big hitters, have now moved down to that linebacker or whatever. And so, and then you've got bigger corners moving to safety, so everything's kind of adjusted. But I think it goes back to the running back. I mean, it's just, we just talked about the reason the money's going down is because we just talked about, you can find any, at any position, you can pull up an all undrafted team, right? And everybody, you can always find guys. But running back, you're seeing it more and more where, like, as soon as they get paid, they get hurt. And then all of a sudden, that guy who's who's a lot cheaper can do very similar things. Or two or three guys can do – can cost, what, three times cheaper and still do the same amount of stuff. I mean, we lost McCaffrey, and we still almost run the, led the re- league in rushing for those those weeks we didn't have McCaffrey with Foreman, Chuba, and then Blackshear. So, if you sit there and go – Y'all, y'all got that high ranking on this alone. Yeah. yeah. And that's and – that's, and I mean, we—you could say like we were in tank mode, and we ended up turning it around. Like you know what I'm saying? And that was without McCaffrey. And even you keep looking at the teams and a cool, yeah, exactly. And you look at the teams who've been to the Super Bowl and the the Niners. What did it come down to? If they had a quarterback, they could have competed with the Eagles because that game was close until Josh Johnson came in, and then it was like, and then he got hurt, and it was like, like what's going on? Like they they would have at least. So that's where it is. Is if your running back goes down, you can compete. If your quarterback goes down, it's more than likely 90% you're done. So at defensive end, how much do you affect the play and the overall game? And it showed 
Over the years, we had McCaffrey made the playoffs one time his rookie year, and ever since then, he didn't carry the team for any wins. We were we, we sucked. Yeah, yeah like this, okay. Now I was gonna say just like with the defensive end part, look at the Bills, man. They had one of the best defense league. If Von Miller goes down, yeah, they couldn't stop anyone. So it, I mean, it's like cornerback, defensive end, they're getting all the money, and then you gotta have it some type of elite pass catcher. Whether it's Kelsey with the boy, you got Chase, you got Chase with because Higgins Higgins gonna be the odd man out with the money. Yeah, especially with Herbert getting paid what he did today. Yeah, Ooh, Burrow's Burrow's about to cash in big time. Yeah. yeah. So, do you think Do you think to win a Super Bowl you need an elite quarterback? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. you gotta I, have I a perfect. You. I yeah, think you can win with a mid quarterback. You can win with a mid quarterback. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna say it right now. The Broncos, Peyton Manning, when they beat us, he was absolute garbage. I mean, he was garbage. He threw two picks that game, and then we dropped like seven picks. If we catch like a couple of those picks, you know, the whole game, we ain't gotta go down that rabbit hole. But yes, I think to Alex's point, if you've got a mid quarterback, but it's gotta be the perfect day. Yeah. Slippery grass to shut down your defense and everything else. I mean, look at the look at the. I mean, it just. I think you can, but all the stars have to align perfectly for that to happen. Man, Garoppolo wasn't. He was like what a possession away. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. So I mean, he wasn't that one bomb. If he just put a little more air underneath that bomb, they had that touchdown, and we might be talking about they win. Yeah, Mahomes only has one Super Bowl instead of two, so it's. Hey, so Goff might be able to do it then. Yeah. Hey, man. I, he's, he, I don't have much to say bad about Goff right now, man. I mean, he almost won one with the Rams, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's he, true. Mm. He, he, he did his thing last year. You got to have, like, a mid-quarterback like, like Goff in, like, a perfect situation. Like, everything else has to be great. Like, he's got to have weapons offensively. He's got to have at least a middle-of-the-pack defense to, to make him, you know, get you there. So... I gotta say, what like the Eagles a few years ago? That's uh, who was the quarterback that won it? Uh, well, it was Foles. Foles, yeah. yeah. He was he was mid tier. Yeah. Had so much talent. Touché. Right place, right place, right time Touché. for Foles. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll say though, in Seattle, Seattle a couple years ago with Russell Wilson when he was a second year player, and he was mid. Yeah. Defense, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But go ahead, Jacob. No, I was gonna say. I just thought it was it was funny when Sean McVay lost that Super Bowl and he was like, "All right, I know we ain't gonna be able to do it with golf. I gotta find somebody else." <laughs> like I, I like when teams can admit like what their mistakes are because most of the time in the NFL teams are like, you know, you would have seen golf. You went to the Super Bowl. I think they gave him they did give him a contract extension because they kind of had to. But even after that year, once they missed, they went to the Super Bowl, lost, and then missed the playoffs or like lost in the first round that next year. They're like, "All right, we gotta hit." Yeah. <laughs> So I like when teams can say, instead of just hanging on and like, oh, we can try to fix this guy. Whatever. No, like I like when someone's like, nope, this is what's fucked up. Let's go try it in some other way. And they went out and got Stafford, and obviously it worked out. They got the Super Bowl. So it's funny just to see how, you know, one's man's trash and be another man's treasure, and it works out both ways sometimes. So Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. Definitely need a pass rush. Yes. Definitely need a pass rush. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. That might be the most important thing. Yeah, I mean, well, it's still, no matter what, still defense is going to win that, that championship. Because, I mean, That's why I got, I got San Francisco as a favorite this year, man. Even with, like, mid-quarterback like Purdy. Like, yeah. I don't know what Trey Lance is yet, but... Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that defense is just too good, man. Like, who knows? 
well, you need yeah, to stop. And, yeah, it's pretty sad stop. when, when yeah. they're like, they're, they might be more of a competitor than last year because they signed Sam Darnold. You know, like, <laughs> that's crazy. Hey, what if Darnold gets a ring this year? That would be crazy. I'll be mad. You know, good good for him if he does. I mean, we yeah. know if he comes in. Hey, listen, yeah. Dar- Darnold will give you. Darnold will give you two or three games, right? And then maybe five. And then after that fifth game, it's back to the same old choppy feet, and it's a wrap. Because he, he had us, what, two years ago believing we were five and one. Then we went to that Dallas game, his ass got toe up, boy. He was just throwing. He was just throwing. He was just throwing balls up in the air. So. Let's not look in the past. <laughs> they were they were some dark times. So tell me this, like, why are y'all starting camp like later, like look later than us or whatever? I think it all depends I on the preseason has schedule. To start by what Friday, right? Yeah, I think it's the preseason schedule, right? Like, I think that's why the Jets and the who else went early because I think this Sunday there's a preseason, the Hall of Fame game. Yeah, Hall of Fame game. Oh, okay, yeah, Chiefs are already there, Jets are already there. We're, yeah, we're like three practices in already, like. I'm guessing. I think everybody's got to be there by like Friday. Okay. But I think it's also dependent on like the veteran coaching staff, and then when's your first preseason game, and that would be my guess. Figuring out because then like they're at Spartanburg for I think eleven of the practices, and then they come back and finish training camp in Uptown. So I'm sure that has something to do with it, you know, making the travel worthwhile. So and we will get to see them. I think the I think the oh. last couple practices are when the Jets come down yeah. with hard knocks, so that'll be interesting to see them on hard knocks too. Yeah, and I think our first preseason game is until what the tenth. Yeah. So we got like another two weeks. Yeah. Versus some teams yeah. have got the Hall of Fame game, which is Sunday. Yeah. So. I think Fan Fest is next next Thursday, I believe. Yeah. The third. Oh really? Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so. Does anybody have any off? Because uh, I can think of my adventures of riding a golf cart from uptown, twelve miles all the way to my house. I, I, I'm gonna. Hear about that. That, that's, that, yeah, that's, that's what you just need to with. All right, so so I'm, I'm sure everybody this saw. Is, this is crazy. Saw saw the tweets from that evening. We went to Luke Combs Friday and then Saturday, uh, just because we figured why not? Let's do it. Have a good time. So Friday night, my buddy Paul comes in town. And anytime this guy comes into town, always we call it a Paul Venture. Because this is the type of guy that's either going to get arrested, he's going to end up asleep on the courthouse steps, end up asleep on someone's front porch with a shotgun in his face when they wake up. Like, he's just always done crazy shit. So, anyway, we go in. He sits in a different seat. We sit at some seats. We said, all right, when the concert's over, we're going to meet right here in the stadium so then we can go call Uber. We meet that spot, 30 minutes go by, he's not there. So we, me and Jerry are like, all right, got to start walking. Now, it is gridlocked on that Friday of that concert. Luke Combs was up there at Panther Stadium. Blink-182 was at the Hornets Arena. Sarah McLaughlin was at Night Theater playing. So it was Jesus. it was unreal. Like, Prices were crazy. Oh, and it was, yeah, it was, it was 90 bucks just to go from yeah. here, for, you know, 10, 12 miles from our house to Uptown or Uptown back to here. So finally, we're like, well, how are we going to find Paul? Like, his phone's going straight to voicemail, so you know it's dead. Our phones are at, like, 7 8%. Yep. Anyway, all of a sudden, Jerry gets a call from him. He's like, hey, I'm over here by Rhino Market. And we luckily were walking right near there. We popped over to him, and he is in – I sent a picture out. So it's not the golf cart you would ride 
obviously on a golf course, but it is legit. The joint. Yes, yeah, the, yeah, the joint. Yeah, what's it called? Joint or whatever. J U N T. Yeah, and so I, you know, I'm pretty intoxicated. I'm like, all right, so I'm thinking we popping this thing. I'm like, all right, telling the guy like, yeah, you can just drive us to the outskirts somewhere. Then you know, drop us off. We'll call Uber. Paul turns around, looks at me dead in my eyes, and it's like. No, I just paid this guy 100 bucks. He's taking us all the way to your house. And I'm like, oh. oh my I'm like, all right. Now, mind you, Paul has had two DUIs, so I'm all for not drinking and driving. We're good. But I'm like, I'm like, yeah. Paul, you sure? Like, that's like a good 10, 12 miles. He's like, no, I already got it pulled up all bike pass. We're going to go down. He's like, we're going to take this all the way down to Baby's Ford and then cut a right and take Baby's oh, Ford all the way down. Up to that food line and that CVS that's right outside our neighborhood. So I'm like, all right. Jerry Anna, she just falls asleep because she's like, if I stay awake, she's like, my anxiety is going to kill me. I'm like, why? Someone, we got to all stay awake because, like, and so we're on this thing. I mean, it's got the lights on it. He's Paul's got his phone charger playing music. And I know this guy doesn't want to drive us because I know he did not sign up for no 12 miles because I keep thinking, like, he's got to drive back by himself. And this thing only goes 35 miles an hour. And so. Down Baby's, Down Baby's Ford. Yeah. People people are zooming by, honking, talking shit, like all this stuff. And I'm just like, just don't hit us, man. Just let us keep going. Just go around. Just go around. Sorry. Like, and as we're going down, then finally we get up. I see that CVS. I'm like, just pull through this parking lot. We can get through the back roads of the neighborhood, go in. And like the funny thing is my parents were watching the kids, and I told my mom, like, hey, look, we're not going out to any bars afterwards. We'll be home early. Just to make sure, like, she knew. And so I'm, like, texting, like, I'm sending her videos. Like, I promise you, I'm not anywhere out right now. Like, it's just taking us an hour and a half to get home because we're in this fucking golf cart. And we fucking made it. It was unreal. I, I still can't believe we drove all the way from Uptown in that jaunt, whatever. Because then I saw it. Because I forgot what it was. And then the next day we went down there, we were walking in, and I saw it. And I was like, that's exactly what we were using. And I I know it just says, like, Uptown and uh. What else is uh, South End on it? So I know that guy had no plans on driving. I hope he got home okay. Because, man. That's not And you went out the next day, too. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we went out the next day. Luckily, that, that one actually. So we ended up. Then he had like a lightning delay. It, Adam, it was similar to that beer fest we had a couple years ago with that lightning oh, delay. Yeah. We had to go into the concourse. They run out of food up top. So we're standing up there. It's raining, lightning, whatever. Finally, they let us out. So we get out. Same thing, gridlocked or whatever again. We walked up to Hot Fly, waited there till like 1.45. Finally got an Uber, got back up here around 2, 2.30. But, man, yeah, it was – I was not impressed with how the, you know, downtown scene hit after those concerts. But, man, it was uh, quite the adventure. And that wore my – I can't do those two days in a row. That was oh, – yeah. that whole rest of the week, I was hurting. But. <laughs> I know. That was my follow-up for that. Yeah, that was my follow-up question. I was gonna say, like, if going to the going to see the same artist back to back nights, which night, excluding the go kart? Yeah. Uh, what's what was the better? Which night was the better night? Friday was so Friday their opener, Turnpike Troubadours. They hadn't toured in like ten years, and I really wanted to see them. So that to me was the whole point, and they weren't gonna be anywhere near Charlotte. I looked at their touring schedule within the next two years. So I was like, that to me is where I kind of wanted to go see them and then see Luke Combs and we could cut loose. And then the next day, and we were at Lower Bowl. Saturday, we were up higher, which was fine. We sat with my sister and her boyfriend. So we were cool. It was all good. 
But Friday was a good – we got to see, you know, lower-level tickets. And I had said – I mean, I had been in Panther Stadium for any kind of event besides that beer fest a couple years ago. Duvall, I think you went to that one when it got rained, and then yeah. we came back in. So it was cool to see the upgrades. They put those new video boards when you walk in. I still wish it was natural grass. You know, the fake grass just kills me. But, you know, it's still just such a nice stadium overall. Like, you know, it's to me it's – you know, going to see a concert up top – there is better than I went to one in the Hornets Arena a year or two ago, and that shit's the it's so steep when you gotta walk up at the Hornets fucking arena. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, and, and, and yeah. I, I can't sit up top at the Hornets no. anymore. Like, if I'm going to anything there, I gotta be down low because I agree that's way too steep. Yep, up there. yep, especially yeah. after too many bears. I will admit, on that Saturday, it rained, right? Uh, after one of his first songs, I was coming down them steps too fast. Left foot kicked oh, out in front of me. Oh, shoe, shoe went flying. Luckily, I caught myself. I just played it up. I heard people go, oh! I just played it off. Yeah, I was about to. I had to play it off, walk with a little soggy sock, put the shoe on, and just kept walking like nothing happened. Went and took my lead, came back, and I was like, whoo! But my heel hurt for a while, boy. It was. I was like, this is why I can't sit up top. Yeah, I, I, I drink too many beverages. I sit up top, I get too fat. At least down low, it's a little more gradual. You ain't got to you know, rush too much. You get that inertia going on that the top one, so yeah, no. So two years, I liked Saturday because it was you know he played a a, a song that we liked, Dive, that he then switched up and played a different one. I mean they were both good, but I I think the Sunday was was good as I mean the the Friday was better with the the opener and stuff, but then Saturday was good because like Jeeves and Brittany came, and I sat with my sister and her boyfriend, so that was good to hang out with them. Friday was just me, Jerry, Anna, and Paul, which is fine. But it's just a good – it's just two totally different experiences. And then, yeah, the golf cart ride. I mean, that was just an unreal <laughs> event. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, question. Yeah. Would you rather – Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. Would you rather watch your parents have sex every day for the rest of your life <laughs> or join in once to stop it? Oh! Oh, God. Yeah, where did you find this question? Is this on a like a naughty book or something? Yeah, we got we got a little website, but it's got all the would you rather's and the either or. It's kind of like a drinking kind of game, but Ooh. oh, God. I mean, man, answer the question, Jesus. <laughs> Can I play the fifth on that one? <laughs> I mean, that's just a terrible that's question right. all the way around. Well, you got to analyze. This is like with the early days of the podcast questions. You're damned if you do, you damned if you don't. Like, yeah. Exactly. See what it is. Literally, like. I feel like once. I feel like once if you chose the everyday option, eventually, like, wouldn't you just get numb, numb to, to it, it, and you, and then it would be nothing to you? Because I don't know about jumping in. That just that's crossing all no, kinds of fucking. Right. I mean, at, yeah. Well, at, but, I mean, if I was adopted, you could be like recording it or something. Like, I didn't say you were. No, I, did, yeah, I, uh, I mean, if you're just recording it, then of course you take the option where you stop. 
right? But if you got to partake in activities, then that's, that's I mean, shit. You got you got to toss that all the way out. Okay. Yeah, so if it's me, I, I don't even want to take no chances. I would, every day, I would just come close the door and go back downstairs and leave. Like, every time, oh, well, here you go. I'm closing the door. I'm not even going in. I'm just closing the door. Man. <laughs> I can't, I, God, that's wild. That's <laughs> wild, man. That's just a wild question. You like, Yo. it's, it's a lose lose either yes, way. Yes, it is a lose lose. Yeah, yes. It's, it's just, just whatever you feel like is the worst loss you're taking. <laughs> that's oh, you're screwed. Fun. Yeah. You are one way to one. No. You've got some men. Yeah. Your mind's going to be fucked up after <laughs> Yeah. You are. Either way, either way, you're going to be scarred. Yeah. Right. <laughs> mm. Oh, Question, man. That's, that's all I have, man. That's all I have. <laughs> you don't need that. You don't need anything else. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, hold on. We got to, hey, Jake, we got to upload the one when we were doing the race, and I was asking, like, questions. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's what, as soon as you brought that up, it reminded me of editing those and how we were talking about that. That's actually a good oh, idea where we did, we played a burial car, and Alex asked a wild question. Uh, oh, I got to ask Lyris. What was it? Um, all right, Lyris. Your girl and your, or your girl and your best friend, right? They hook up. Who are you more mad at? Your girl or your best friend? I mean, that's tough, too, because I'd be mad at both, but <laughs> my girl, know? definitely. It'd definitely be my girl. For sure. I mean, it's got it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's my life. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be gone after that. I, I, I better yeah. be my best friend yeah. to try and get over it over some years. Yeah, you see, I mean, guys just fight it out, and they was like, all right, man. Yeah. She, she was just terrible. No. So, yeah. But, she, man, somebody you have to in a relationship with just leaves you. That's tough. <laughs> she was for the streets. She was for the streets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we all answered that one on one of those uh, burial carts coming up, so we'll have to make sure yeah. we, we pub that one up. But, yeah, that was, <laughs> man. Bringing oh, the right yeah, here. bringing the high oh, heat. Fuck the NFL training camp. <laughs> 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 oh man, Anybody else got a, a question in their back pocket they've been sitting on or something they got to get off their chest? Jeeves, you got something? I know you got something, Jeeves. I'm good. Alex took the cake. Man, cake. <laughs> Alex took the cake, man. Hey, I, I mean, hell, I can't back. I mean, I don't want to back up what you just put up there. Hey, yo. <laughs> I keep seeing the jaws on Duval's shirt and now my mind's going all different. Oh man. Oh man. This done got off the rails. This <laughs> got off the rails. Oh. <laughs> Oh, shoot. <laughs> man. Oh, that's, oh, all, that's, man. that's all I had, man. Shoot. <laughs> Balls. Yeah. <laughs> Balls with the jaw. <laughs> July 4th, huh? Oh, man. 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 O
Yeah, he's strolling. Yeah, he's strolling there early too, man. I hope you won. <laughs> I did. Uh, so it was it was seven point four. Oh, and my bad. Yeah, so just for the it was just for the fourth, like seven point four, which is a lot for me. But I actually finished second in my age group. Nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I finished. What's uh, the age group? Thirty to thirty-four. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, the guy, I'm the guy that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, see, that's why I, I, I got, I gotta be tactical with, with how I. <laughs> Talk about my race. So, uh, uh, first in our age group, he had like a seven fifty or seven forty nine pace, and I finished with like a seven fifty seven seven fifty eight pace. So that's good. Uh, so yeah, it was it was terrible, but it was hot as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but uh, but yeah, man, that was it. No more races until I got a half in October and then one in December. So, you know, I'm good for now. Hell no. What time in December? <laughs> uh, it's the Huntersville half, so it's like the second week. I might try that. They got, they got, a, 10K, they got a 10K that week, too, the same day. Oh, how, well, what's the half? 13, isn't it? 10K, 10K is 6. You want a 5K. Half, half a marathon I'll, I'll is 13.1. Don't worry about it. I, yeah. I, I'll, I'll send you the link. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you need a 5K. You need a 5K. That 3.2 miles. Yeah, that 3.2, 3.6, whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll send you that link, too. All right. <laughs> uh, oh, man. All I've got left is we got Survivor starting that fantasy game in September. So start looking up, seeing who you want to pick, and then obviously our NFL pick them on Yahoo to join again. I think all favorites won out, beat Duvall. I think Duvall, was that two years in a row you finished second place or something like that? Yeah, man. I, it's, they, they cheated, man. That's yeah. all I can say, man. Yeah. <laughs> same, thing with, same thing with the eighth-grader, or the eighth-grader huh? <laughs> yeah, that kid. <laughs> <laughs> Duvall did Duvall did not have relations with an eighth grader. That that kid that Jeeves is referring to that was winning a lot of our fantasy contests, actually I think now is in high school, so I think so, yeah. Yeah, Damn. That's what they do. They get it. They get a year older every year, Duvall. They don't stay the same. You're right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you want to join the pick'em, it's on Yahoo. Group ID is 2003, and the passwords beards, all lowercase. Free to join. Winner gets a shirt, trophy, all that good stuff. So that's what we've got coming up, fantasy contest wise. But anybody got final thoughts? Any more questions? I hope not. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll throw one just funny one out there. Do you prefer okay. this? Y'all are gonna, do you prefer pudding or Jello? It was on the notebook questions. <laughs> pudding. Pudding. Yeah. Yeah, I have pudding. pudding as well. Yeah, pudding. Wow. Jello just. Yeah. I'll go. I'll that's go Jello. That's you, Jello texture. Jello like shots. shots. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah, why I'm going like jello. Shots, but I don't eat just regular jello. I'd go for pudding. 
Okay. It's got, it's got like a snotty texture, man. I don't like Jello like yeah, that. That's fair. All right. I think of pudding. I think of Bill Cosby. So. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! This thing took a, a complete ninety degrees on this one, oh, bro. It's the heat. It's the heat. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, all right. Well, if no one's got anything, yeah, <laughs> not the jaw shirt. Oh no! <laughs> Carts again when we release them. There's a lot of those pause moments that have been left in, some taken out, but there is some good, some good times, some good laughs on that. So again, subscribe to those. Those video carts will be coming up. But yeah, if we're if we're done, I appreciate y'all sliding through. Not sure when the next pod will be. Probably sometime August, September, definitely September 5th with the you know look ahead at the NFL season. That's the like Zuval said. September 10th is a uh, Week one, at least all the games on that Sunday besides that Thursday night game. But, all right, no final thoughts. Let's see. Uh, Jeeves, man, how do we end it? 